Welcome to Cart, a podcast about coffee and related topics. This show is sponsored by Well You. As a nonprofit, we rely heavily on our community for ongoing support. You can be a contributor by going to patreon.com forward slash 901 sustain coffee. On Patreon, you will find early access to content such as the podcast, YouTube videos, exclusive Patreon only videos, as well as ongoing updates from the sustain team. If you enjoy the show and enjoy what we're doing, it would be greatly appreciated for you to support us in this way. But if you don't have the extra cash to throw our way, that's okay. We are encouraged you are listening to this right now. For other free resources, you can visit us at 901sustaincoffee.com. Also, feel free to reach out if you ever have any questions or concerns at 901sustaincoffee on Instagram or by email at 901sustaincoffee at gmail.com. Now, on to the show. All right, everybody, what's going on? We are back once again, Dante and Joseph. This is the Dante and Joseph show. <laughs> what's going on, Dante? What's going on? What's going on? We just want to let you know that if you have not checked out the YouTube channel lately, that you really should. We've got a really fun series over there titled Breaking the Rules, and it's exactly what it sounds like. We're taking all those coffee rules and techniques that you learn, and we're saying, forget them, throw them out the window, do something different, do something weird, and we've been having a lot of fun with it, and we think that you'll enjoy watching it and breaking the rules alongside of it. Isn't that right, Yeah, that's right. Go on, so go on over to the YouTube. Right, matter of fact, pause, pause it right now. Go go to YouTube. We'll wait. We'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. And hit subscribe right. while you're there. Do, 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 do. Right. You did it? Yeah, I know you did. All right, thanks. All right, so today's episode is going to be a bit of an abstract one in relation to our shop top topics. Yes, we both have no idea what we're talking about. Yes, we're just, yeah, we're just know, here. These are our opinions. <laughs> Dante, can so, you say shop top topics for me? Guess you would now. Shop top, shop talk topics. Can I say shop talk topics? Yeah, shop yeah. top. Shop, shop, yeah. <laughs> shop, talk, talkings. <laughs> shop, top, talkings. Shop, talk, topics. The shop, top, topics. Shop, talk, topics. Yeah. Here on Disney Channel. <laughs> That's a really hard thing to say. We sabotaged ourselves for the title of the season, but it's okay. We are going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to be talking about marketing and how it can be both helpful but also harmful for something like the specialty coffee industry and really any I think specialty perhaps craft industry as a whole this kind of topic was brought to my mind by thinking about how sometimes you can have a really good well-branded product and you know it look really nice on the shelf or online maybe the product itself not really be that great perhaps you have a product that is really good all the way around branding is good the product itself is good, but perhaps the branding itself takes away from the product, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think in a lot of ways, we can think of branding as a tool that helps kind of paint a picture of what what that product is going to be like. You know, you think about any kind of designer product, and that bleeds into food and drink, I think, as well. I think stuff like wine is a great example of this, where wine bottles can be very fancy and 
have really nice illustrations and artwork on them. In the mm-hmm. same way that retail coffee bags can have really nice, you know, packaging and feel. There's actually, I think, even more to coffee packaging than there is to wide packaging because you know you've got right. more components. You can you can be like say and put it in a box, and then inside that box is in a bag, and then there's a separate card that comes out, and it's this whole kind of thing. What I would like to challenge to some of those approaches is how much is this branding adding to the product versus how much is this branding just that, you know, mm-hmm. and is it not pointing to the product? I think say is probably an example and, you know, this is favoritism probably. Um, I think that is a really good example of po- product design and packaging and that sort of thing that kind of, I think, hits the marks where it needs to, where it's, it's actually really simple, but it does look really nice. It feels really nice. It does, but it is, but there is nothing... Like, they're giving you two recyclable items, bro. That's true. <laughs> you got a box. Actually, three. You got a box, you got a card, and you got the bag. I guess they get a pass because it is all recyclable. Yeah. So, you're so, saying, you're saying like, branded products that use maybe a an array of different materials could be bad? I mean, yeah. Or I mean, troublesome? In, in their case, they're, like, promoting you to do something mm-hmm. along with giving you their product. Like, they're promoting their product which is the coffee, uh, giving you all the tools of it. And then they're also hoping this is like a separate thing, but like recycling can also like better affect the product, even like from far away. So it's mm-hmm. like you're far away. So it's like I'm giving you a good product and I'm also telling you that you're making the product better if you recycle. And like they've kind of like built their whole brand around that as far as I know. Like say is like the pretty big as far as like you know the authenticity of like their coffee sure and like the nature of it from like when it's roasted and like how it's farmed and everything definitely even from like your knowledge and this is just like a separate idea i don't know when y'all had it at city and state there was like a whole like like a list of details you had to do before you even got the coffee they kind of want to in terms of who they distribute their product to they want to make sure that it's being i guess stewarded well so in order for you to be serving at a cafe, they require you to tell what your like brewing parameters are on a normal basis, what's the PPM of your water specifically, how you're going to be brewing their coffees, and kind of how you're going to be re- representing them. And I think on one hand, that is like brand protection, you know, because you don't want to be ill represented mm-hmm. with your product. You know, you don't want someone to experience a product at a place that is somewhere different from where it originates from. And it be maybe not something that it actually really is intended to be or intended to taste like or be presented as. Yeah. That's a way of them of doing that. But it's also, I think, a way of ensuring that the product itself is actually being highlighted properly, moreover. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a really interesting. I had honestly kind of forgot about that. But I think that is, a, again, probably a good example. Is it extreme? Yeah, kind of. Um, and I think to some, it can maybe even read as like gatekeepy or a little bit, you know, kind of behind behind a walled garden kind of situation. But I think in that case, it seems like, and even just from working with them, it seems that it's more so about protecting yeah. like something that to them and to their future customers, they hope to be sacred. Yeah, no, it's definitely like protecting the brand. Plus, I feel like if like one of those things were like like fell short then the brand would like suffer from it like you can do all these things but the coffee's bad it's like oh well not gonna do all that right also i feel like for most 
people. Their branding is to like get you to like see how cool they look. Mm. If that's the thing. I mean, because I I know it's not important, but it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Is because people do kind of like look at stuff before they buy anything. I'll, if I'm looking for anything, like let's say if it's like coffee or wine, I'm probably looking at it to fit my aesthetic mm-hmm. before I think about how it tastes. It's like a just a classic marketing example of, of like brand identity and how the brand itself has an identity, but then it like kind of ties in with the individual consumer's identity as well and how there's this like psychological thing within us where we want the things that we purchase, the things that we have in our home, the things that we consume to represent us. Now, there's also kind of the other side of that where I think people maybe are not thinking about that, you know, where like there's probably an element of not on the forefront of their mind in certain categories. I think there's maybe, that maybe has to do with like a threshold of money and like how much they're spending on something. Yeah, I listen to a lot of music, so I, I, I just remember buying like some headphones that I thought were like really cool. It, it could be like from like anywhere, like Walmart. And they were like, they were just like really cool looking headphones. Phones. But like the quality of like, like the listening quality is not, it, it does not go up to par. <laughs> it's not it. But then, you know, in the same regard, I can look at like Beats and I'm like, nah, bro, that's too expensive. But like the quality is crazy. Right. Yeah, that's I, bringing electronics in this conversation. I think is actually a huge category that separates from this. Where like the branding itself looks really nice, mm-hmm. um, maybe the product itself is even like really, you know, premium looking. But then you get it, and you're like, this is not mm-hmm. up to what I wanted it to be. Um, I think often, maybe in that example, it's kind of forgiven though, because I feel like most of the time, with the majority of, especially like say like what we could call like no name electronics, they're usually at a lower price. So our, our expectations are not set super high. What about like, what about like clothing? Like I wonder, is there like oh, any, yeah. that, that's a, that's could be another potential thing where actually you probably could spend more money with that. And then it still end up being kind of ultimately meh, you know? Yeah. No, that, that's, yeah. Cause that's, that's a different type of thing because there's like the branding aspect of it. And there's, but it's also like depending on what because like the same brand can have two different types of the same product mm-hmm. it's just like a cheaper version and like an expensive version like right. like champions the first one that comes to mind yeah. because they have like a, a hoodie that's like three dollars and it's like it feels like it's three dollars then you go up it's a little bit more premium it's like maybe like 45 dollars now and yeah. it's now now it's like it's a lot softer the quality is different so I think in that regard, it just goes into like, how much are you willing to spend for better feeling fabric? Mm-hmm. Which I, I I can see that for like other brands too. Yeah. It's like, how much are you willing to spend for a better quality item? When it comes to like equipment, one thing I've always like, because this has always blown my mind when it comes to like, a, like knives, like chef knives or anything, mm-hmm. like how the price can go from like a knife's 50 bucks to like 280 because sure. I'm like 80. It's not the same material. Some like some like there's different like stones and different like metals that people use for different knives. But at right. the same time, it's still it's a knife. It's a knife. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. And then you can get into like there's like knife sets like you're saying that cost two hundred eighty dollars. But then there's also individual knives mm-hmm. <laughs> that cost mm-hmm. that if not more. Yeah. That's the end. That's the hard thing to like differ because it's like sometimes like the knife is good, 
or sometimes the company is really big. Mm. But it's still like the same like knife you can get at Target. Right. Yeah, and that's kind of that's I think that's really another component of what I'm thinking about here with this whole conversation is that using the same raw material but then branding it and marketing it differently can have completely different, you know, mm-hmm. results. I mean, if we think about even and this is gonna be a little bit outside of my like true knowledge set, but just from my limited knowledge, we'll say this. Think of something like an iPhone, right? Where the reality of it, the components inside of an iPhone, and it's maybe different now that they're making their own chips, mm-hmm. but considering the you know often thousand dollar plus price tag of a new iPhone, is the components in that are nowhere near that, right? Um, whereas another manufacturer can take essentially, and again, this is kind of excluding the fact that they're making their own chipsets, and that definitely makes a difference. Another manufacturer might be able to use very similar, if not identical parts, especially with things like the glass and the screen or the battery or what have you. And because they don't have that maybe following or that marketing capability um, and that kind of really the best way to explain it is like sex appeal for a product. They're mm-hmm. not able to sell it for the same margin. They're not able to sell it for the same amount, even if it's of equal performance. Yeah. Um, and that's really interesting to me when we kind of maybe wheel it back and talk about coffee where you might have two roasters, and they buy from the same exact lot. Maybe they spent the same exact amount of money on their coffee green. Maybe they're roasting on very similar machines, but one roaster is selling 12-ounce bags retail for $20. One is selling 12-ounce retail bags for like $30 Mm -hmm. um, or $35 because of, again, maybe their branding. Um, And of course, you know, there's other elements there too. Like I'm not ignorant of that, and I think it's important to, you know, Different companies have different structures. They have different overhead, different things that they need to take care of in the profit margins to make sure they're being met. But like ultimately, I think there is a lot to be said about you know the same raw material and it being branded differently. And how just from a consumer, you know, you can you could probably give me two bags of coffee from different roasters. Maybe they're the exact same thing. And look, maybe they're the same exact like roast profile, but somehow they're priced like in this example, marginally different mm-hmm. itself, I'm probably going to want to lean towards the one that's better designed aesthetically, right? Yeah. You know, I'm going to want that like say box on my shelf versus the brown paper bag, other roaster that's not as well known. And to me, that's like, that says a lot about, I think us as like humans and how we like interpret value or beauty or what have you, despite it not, you know, oftentimes being that different. And there are exceptions to that. I think there are like roasters and other brands that like are designing their products really well to match with the quality of their products. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's you you want to do that, right? You don't want to have a high quality product and then it be branded or marketed poorly. Mm-hmm. That's just really interesting to me. Yeah. That's true. But I also think it still goes back into that aesthetic thing mm-hmm. because in my head, in that situation, yeah, you're probably picking the say box over the brown paper bag. Mm-hmm. But let's say there are two companies that are doing the exact same styling. Say like say it has their thing, and let's let's just say for example Starbucks has it too. I know for a fact you're not picking the Starbucks one just because you know the co- one because you know the quality of the coffee. Sure. Even if you didn't, I still feel like you would have chose the other. Right. I think there's a thing. There's such a thing as like too much branding to where it's like it feels like it feels like that's all they are mm-hmm. is the brand and Definitely. nothing and nothing else, and like. 
in the comparison of the two, Mercedes just like they they have their brand, but their brand all goes into it, goes into itself, and like they they probably suffer from that a little bit because of like popularity or what. Sure. But because of that, I feel like you would more based on me knowing your aesthetic, you would move towards that one over the other one, even mm-hmm. even before like tasting the coffee. Definitely. You know, I haven't looked at Starbucks retail bags in a long time, but I feel like that's actually probably a good example of some of these topics that we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. I think the big thing with Starbucks is interesting because to me, it's less of a branding perspective and more of a like brand identity and consumer awareness component to where, you know, the average coffee drinker who maybe hasn't had a lot of specialty coffee, hasn't been exposed to that, or maybe somebody who's trying to pick up a gift for a coffee lover in their life. You know that Starbucks name has a lot associated with it. And they're like, oh, this is a quality coffee. This is like, you know, mm-hmm. coffee that's a lot of people enjoy. So therefore, this person I'm purchasing for, what have you, will also enjoy it. Um, more less so than just, oh, this bag of coffee looks really nice. You know, yeah. um, on the retail shelf. Because yeah, this is something I'll have to I'll have to look at some of the retail bags. I know like the Starbucks Reserve bags typically look a little bit more, you know, thoughtfully designed, I suppose. Not that the other ones aren't, but, you know, the, the other Starbucks bags, from my recollection, are very, like, they just feel like they exist on a grocery store shelf mm-hmm. and not, like, in a cafe or, like, somewhere who's, like, kind of trying to heighten yeah. the product. Yeah, the cafe is on the bag. I, like, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. We've I've rambled a lot on this. This is just some of my intro topics to this. I'm going to put a poll on the Spotify version of the podcast, if you're listening there, that is going to ask a question somewhere along the lines of how do you view branded products in regards to specialty coffee? Would you rather buy a heavily branded bag that is subpar or would you rather buy a, you know, very kind of, for lack of a better word, ugly branded bag that the quality is, is high? You know, there's a lot of like kind of weighing of decisions there that I would be curious what you as a listener have to think about. So that's going to kind of wrap up our thoughts for this week's episode. Dante, do you have any other further thoughts? Uh, other than follow the Instagram yes. and the YouTube. Go watch the series. Go watch the series. Uh, series. All, I'm, all you that went, pause the video. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to you to the other ones. Yes. Who, 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 thought, who thought they could just move past mm-hmm. the door. Like, no, no, no. Go do it. We'll go subscribe right. to the YouTube channel. Right. You'll thank me later. Thank me later. Just go do it and thank me later. Yes. All the antics are there. So thank you, Dante. And thank you, listener. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of CART. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to keep the show and the sustained team going, please consider supporting us on Patreon. This is an excellent way to keep the show free of ads, keep us motivated, and not to forget, it gives you some great perks. Support tiers start as low as $5.25. Head on over to patreon.com slash 901sustaincoffee to get started. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 901sustaincoffee. And check us out on YouTube by searching Sustain Coffee. All of these things can be found by just clicking the links provided in the show notes. Thank you for all your support. Until next time.